Go! We're recording? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Let's go. Yo, I am Sunny D here with my home girl, Captain J. Hello. It's your favorite podcast, The Pot Smoking Moms. If you like the show, please rate, subscribe, share, and be friends with us on social media. We got a nifty website, potsmokingmoms.com. You can find all of our stuff there. Yep. We're a little weirded out. We're yeah. still getting used to the new setup because yeah. we have a whole setup. Now we got to set up our cameras and our thing and yeah. our podcaster. It's a lot to get used to. A lot of new things that we're doing that we're not after two, two and a half years of doing it the other way. So if you're watching the video, you'll notice even the camera view looks a little different. We're using a new camera. Um, so you can see a little bit more of the office that we're sitting in. Yeah, we're trying. We're, we'll get there. Uh, but we're just two moms trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> right. I'm surprised we know so much about technology. We're doing good. I think we're, we're doing, doing all right. pretty good. <laughs> um, so we're gonna, yeah, let's smoke it well, up. I, I, I need this hesitant. after all that. I know my brain's on mush. So I got my Esadipa bong here with go. a bowl of nine pound hammer from True Leaf. I have some lemon kush OG in this. It looks like something from the future, but like something from the future from the 1950s. It's like it's a so j- cute. I love that piece. It's the Jetson piece. Yeah, we named it Jetson. All right, so if cheers. you got them, cheers. Smoke it up. That was much needed after all that troubleshooting and figuring out how to set all this shit up. I really like this piece. Isn't it cute? <coughs> because you don't got to put your whole mouth around it. Nope. Like the fucking bong. You just put, it's just like a little bubbler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's nice. And it's super cute. Super cute. If you guys got a super cute piece, show it to us. Take a picture, tag us back. I know sometimes you get new pieces and you want to show it off. Yeah, and we'll share it with our And we'll share it with our community. Mm-hmm. Let's all show each other our favorite pieces. I need to buy some. Actually. I want a new piece. In fact, it came up in the Discord chat. Denise said she needs a bong. She's, she's always uh, done blunts and joints. And yeah, she wants to invest school. in a bong. I'm like, let's go shopping. I want we one should. too. We should take her shopping. I need to get one too. Uh, any smoke shops in Miami that you recommend, please, please. let us know. I've been going to the Tips. same one since high school. I know. Because <laughs> it's in the neighborhood. I know. <laughs> it's, it's right there. You know, it's home. Headquarters. Headquarters in Hialeah. <laughs> I used to go in there in high school and feel like like super wrong for being there. I, I know. Like, this is a no-no place. I shouldn't <laughs> be here. This is for adults, not for me. <laughs> and now we're in there and we're like... 40 <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. still going in there so you guys we have a really amazing interview today we're pretty sure most of you know her bianca snyder high society mama her name sounds like she's like a spy or something right bianca, bianca snyder, snyder. <laughs> yeah. undercover 
Uh, but she is under, she is not undercover. No, she's definitely. <laughs> yeah. I am a catamom and proud. <laughs> yes, and uh, we'll have her on the show later to uh, talk a little bit about the uh, talk about a little bit about. <laughs> There We're trying to figure this out. There so yeah, go. there you go. There, there she, she is. is. Look, see, last time we used uh, Rishimio, we had Jesse helping us. So we're doing this solo. We're flying solo. Today. Yeah, so, so like, we're... We forgot to put up the picture, but there it is. So for those of you who are <laughs> listening, we are pulling up the pictures of the guests. And yeah. we have, like, whatever <laughs> news article we're talking about pop up. So that's Bianca Snyder. And we're going to have her on the show later. Most of you know her as a high society mama. Yeah. It was fun. So, so stay, stay tuned, tuned for that. You could see this episode and all of our interviews on video by becoming a patron. Um, just there's so much stuff that we share on the patron. We even have a new discord chat. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're sharing all types of stuff in there. Memes, all kinds of stuff. So uh, go on over to our Patreon. It's on potsmokingmoms.com. It's the P or you could, I have it laid out so you could just clickety click. If you can't contribute that way, that's cool. Uh, just rate, review, share our podcast, yes. share any of our social medias. We need some recent reviews. So please, if you can do a review, if yeah. you haven't done one before, we'll send you a sticker. Yes. Yeah. Show reviews. Give us a couple of nice words <laughs> and screenshot it. Send it over to us and we will gift you a bunch of stickers. Um, my life. I have no update updates update. either. I know dude. I don't have any update either. My updates have been trying to figure this kind of stuff out, All preparing right. for it. You know, stuff for the show. Yeah, the 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 event we're trying to get put together. Yeah, we're, we're talking to possible sponsors. We don't want to say anything too much yet, but we have an event we're trying to get funded. Um, it's okay to say it to our listeners. If you're in the Orlando area, we are trying to get a bud crawl happening. We want to take our. We're gonna shove the mic into my face. Just pulling the table closer and closer. I don't know why. I already have the mic almost lodged into my throat. Um, but we're trying to have a bud crawl out there, which would be really fun. We're trying to get a party bus so we could do some karaoke and some, you know, do some some quiz. Yeah. Some. We just need some sponsors to help us fund it. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. And if you're in the Miami area and you have some ideas as to like some places we could do events at, shoot us, shoot them our way. Uh, we're trying to actually, one of you sent us a nice hemp farm we're going to be visiting next month. Mm-hmm. And, and um, we're supposed to be visiting the flowery as well. So yeah. So not awesome. Lots of content coming your way. But in the meantime, we got some updates for you. News thugs, where we get higher. Read, read the, the news, news to we, you. <laughs> weed news to you. Oh, I forgot the weed news. Oh man, <laughs> oh, yeah. we're pointing all we're, over the place. If you see us on the <laughs> camera right now, it's like we're, so, we're we're trying to each do the things. So the story is, oh, another update about Bernie Griner. We're only going to give you the update part. We're not reading the whole story. This thing right here. Oh, this thing. Okay, I click here. Sorry, I was clicking the wrong spot, guys. All right. <laughs> so apparently, a bipartisan group of senators introduced a resolution calling for Brittany Griner's release. So now everybody's getting it in in here. It's not just the the letter to People Biden getting involved. 
So Brittany Griner, as you know, um, has been arrested, but Republicans and Democrats in the United States Senate have come together in support of a resolution calling for the release of Brittany. Um, more than 30 senators joined as co-sponsors of the resolution, which calls on the government of the Russian Federation to immediately release Griner. Wow. Urges the United States and all interactions with the government of the Russian Federation to raise the case of Brittany Griner and to press for her release. Urges the government of uh, the Russian Federation to provide uh, consular access to Brittany Griner while she remains in detention and urges the government of Russia Federation to respect the human rights of Brittany Griner and express his support to the family. Well, I mean, I think they needed to kind of put a little bit of pressure because they were trying to, f- to feel it out and see what was going on. And then now it, they're it's like, gone too long. Yeah, it's gone too long. Yeah. The resolution additionally expresses support for Paul Whelan, a U.S. citizen who was arrested in Russia in 2018 on espionage charges, along with all prisoners unjustly imprisoned in the Russian Federation. It was written by Democratic Senators Mark Kelly and Kristen Sinema, both of Arizona, where Griner's WNBA team, the Phoenix Mercury, plays. Makes sense. As well as Democratic Senator John Wyden of Oregon and Republican Senator John Corrin of Texas, the home of Griner's alma mater, Baylor University. I've worked with the State Department to make sure that Brittany Griner's safe return is a top priority, and this bipartisan resolution shows the Senate support for her as well. Brittany Griner is an inspiration to Arizonans. And Americans across the country, I have had the pleasure of meeting her and seeing her talent on the court up close. The Russian government unjustly detained Brittany, and we will keep working with the administration to ensure her safety and swift return, Kelly said in a statement on Thursdays. On Thursday, Arizonans have love and admiration for Brittany Griner, both and off the court. The Department of State determined has determined that Brittany was wrongfully detained. It's time we already for reported her to that. come home. Yeah, yeah. come home. All right, so we did previously report that she uh, wrote a letter to Biden, and Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris spoke with Griner's wife, Cheryl Griner, earlier this month after they received said letter. Uh, As I sit here in a Russian prison alone with my thoughts, and without the protection of my wife, family, friends, Olympic jersey, or any accomplishments, I'm terrified I might be here forever, Griner wrote in the letter. Oh, my God. I know, it's terrible. Uh, I, she continues, I realize you're dealing with so much, but please don't forget about me and the other American detainees. Griner continued, please do all you can to bring us home. I voted for the first time in 2020 and I voted for you. I believe in you. I still have so much good to do with my freedom that you can help restore. I miss my wife. I miss my family. I miss my teammates. It kills me to know they are suffering so much right now. I am grateful for whatever you can do at this moment to get me home. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. That's intense. Yeah. Woo. <clears throat> well, our next story. This is actually some good news. <clears throat> I mean, for advertising companies, I guess. I know I'm, I'm about to cry. Oh, <laughs> wait a second. I know. But wait. But the so what? So they're going to let weed ads now on TV? Yeah. So our next story. <laughs> our next story. House passes. <laughs> Bill permitting weed. I'm pressing the wrong spot. (laughs) (laughs) Because I got to do here and you got to do there. It's like there's two things that have to happen. This is Uh. so funny, guys. Okay, so House passes bill permitting weed ads on TV and radio. The House of Representatives this week passed legislation to permit cannabis and advertising on broadcast television and radio as part (laughs) 
As part of a broader appropriations measure, the U.S. House of Representatives this week passed a bill that would permit cannabis advertising on broadcast television and radio stations. The legislation is included as part of the fiscal year 2023 financial services and federal government appropriations bill, which was passed by lawmakers in the House on Wednesday. Under the provisions of the appropriations bill, the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, would be barred from using appropriated funds to deny a broadcaster a license, renewal, or sale application for airing cannabis advertising in jurisdictions that have legalized marijuana. Wow. So now, if you leave in a legal state, you're going to see weed commercials. Yeah. That's insane. You know, but this I'd be interested. we're coming to. But I would be interested in seeing how they do it, because I don't think that they can just... I think they're going to have specifications on how it's... Of course they are, of course. So the FCC would also be prohibited from requiring a station to file any early license renewal application for broadcasting cannabis ads. Current regulations allow the FCC to revoke a license from broadcasters that air advertisements for federally illegal products, including weed, even in states that have passed laws legalizing cannabis. As a result, cannabis businesses are limited to advertising in other forums, including print newspapers and magazines, online, billboards, cable television, even, I'm, I'm sorry, online, like occasionally. Yeah. Billboards, cable television, satellite radio, and social media. Social media, rather. Mostly, yeah. Alex Siciliano, a spokesman for the National Associations of Broadcasters, said on Wednesday that the legal, that the legislation passed in the House this week levels the playing field for cannabis advertising. For too long, local broadcasters have been stuck in a regulatory purgatory. <laughs> regulatory purgatory. Because of <laughs> conflicting federal and state cannabis laws, Siciliano said in a statement. Today's passage marks an important step towards allowing cannabis broadcast. Uh, to, oh, woo! Today's <laughs> passage marks an important step towards allowing broadcasters to receive equal treatment for cannabis advertising that many other forms of media have enjoyed for years. While we're pleased to see the it house, hasn't caused any problems for them though. They still sell plenty without yeah, having to advertise. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Yeah, now I got to start this whole sentence again. While we are pleased. Right? While we're pleased to see the House Act, broadcasters will continue to work with policymakers for a permanent resolution to this competitive disparity to the benefit of consumers. So broadcasting groups applaud legislation. Of course they do. This is money. Yeah. So the spending bill was passed by the House Appropriations Committee in June. The legislation gives broadcasters access to the growing market for cannabis advertising advertising which is expected to total 18.5 billion this year alone wow that's a lot of fucking money we are pleased to see that this bipartisan language has advanced in the house today siciliano said in a statement last month as the vast majority of states have legalized cannabis in some form today marks a long overdue step toward finally allowing broadcasters to receive equal treatment regarding cannabis advertising the other forms of media media have had for years. You know, just think about the impact this is going to have. Like people are going to see weed on TV, like advertised as a legitimate product. Like, get, like think about I that. Know, Children that's... are going to see it, and it's not a bad thing. It's going to normalize it, right? You know, it's for it's going to say it's for adults. I mean, I'm they sure have... they're going to have certain rules that all the commercials have to say something or something. I'm sure we're going to get to that at some point in this article, but this is insane. Yeah, this is pretty dope. 
So David Donovan, president of the New York State Broadcasters Association, the NYSBA, thanked lawmakers in the House for recognizing the unfairness of the present situation with respect to cannabis advertising. The provision in this House appropriations bill is a major step forward for leveling the playing field. You guys have said that like 50 times for local broadcasters. Donovan said in a statement from the broadcasting industry group, we believe the law of the state in which a station is licensed should determine whether a station can accept cannabis advertising if they so choose. We look forward to working with members of Congress and the administration to help restore parity, 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 sorry guys, between local broadcasters and other media outlets. We believe the law of the state in which a station is licensed should determine whether a station can accept cannabis advertising if they so choose, Donovan added. We look forward to working with members of Congress and the administration to help restore parity between local broadcasters and other media outlets. That's the same thing. Is it the same sentence? (laughs) (coughs) We're going to have to hire some people to uh, edit our copy, which is basically just... I just copy paste. (laughs) Before the bill becomes effective, it must still be passed by the Senate and signed into law by President Joe Biden. The NYSBA noted that gaining Senate approval for the legislation may be a challenge. The appropriations process is notoriously complex, which means the bill may get stalled. Congress is likely to adopt an interim budget interim budget through a continuing resolution. At some point, perhaps after the midterm elections, there will be a final vote. Even if it passes, the legislation is not a silver bullet. Because the cannabis advertising provisions were passed as part of an annual appropriations bill, the prohibition on the FCC taking action against broadcasters for airing weed ads would only be in effect for one year, beginning on October first. One year is a test. For the marijuana advertising terms to continue, the appropriations language must be reauthorized each year. Every year. year. Oh shit. So wait, this hasn't officially been passed yet. No, it's it looks like it's going to, but even passed one more time it was done in the house now it needs to be done in the senate and then it has to be renewed every year that part of the bill well probably like yeah they need to revise it i guess just to like make sure that they're i don't know it's weird because why other things don't get revised on a regular basis well no there's probably other things there was probably things but there's probably other things that are not that should be but I feel like before they pass this, they just need to federally de- decriminalize it and set. They got to do something there first before they're able to do this. Yeah, because it says here at some point after the midterm elections, there will be a final vote. Right, and if it passes this, okay. All right. So, well. but you know, we're on but our like, way. Think about we're, that. We're Senate. The Senate like, has the other bill right we've now. We've seen beer commercials all of our lives. Oh, I know for real. Even and, smoking commercials. And like, okay, so but. is this only for? Rec states, legal states, and it can only be adver- like, how about medical states? And could it be yeah. advertised as medicine? Like they advertise pharmaceutical medicine on TV? Like, I, I mean, yeah, I feel like we're, it's definitely not there yet, <laughs> but they're going to make stipulations. And I'm sure that they're I'm not so even going to. I'm curious gonna, what weed commercials are going to look and like. And states might even we like. We should make a weed commercial. <laughs> well, yeah, we got a lot of weed commercials. I actually need we, to work on one weed commercial for Truly right now. <laughs> I mean, you're saying I wonder what weed commercial, uh, the stuff that creators, I know. content well, creators but that's why, yeah, been- but the, exactly. But that's the thing too. Like they're not going to let people be smoking. No, 
People are not going to be shown smoking. I could bet. They I don't show money people on drinking that. that much. Oh, yeah, they do. They show people drinking beer commercials like they're holding the beers and like. Right? Are they? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah I think, I think they, they show drink. like barbecue yeah. settings where like people have their beers in their hands. Yeah, I know, but I don't. I Will it be like a social setting where there's like a no i feel like they're going to try to keep they're not going to show bongs yeah i don't think that's yeah i don't this is i don't know we'll see this is if it even continues this is an interesting story i want it is an interesting story because yeah i just don't think it's gonna be all free nilly willy of course not there's gonna be something our next story Senate Dems ready to introduce the cannabis bill hearing scheduled next week. Chuck Schumer, the Democratic leader in the Senate, had said that the marijuana reform bill would be introduced before the August recess. With Congress set to break for its traditional August recess and with this year's midterm elections drawing nearer, Democrats in the Senate finally appear ready to introduce the bill that would end the federal prohibition on pot. The Senate Subcommittee on Criminal Justice and Counterterrorism has scheduled a hearing for next week that is titled Decriminalizing Cannabis at the Federal Level, Necessary Steps to Address Past Harms. The chair of the subcommittee, Senator Cory Booker, has taken a leading role in crafting the Senate's cannabis reform legislation. The hearing is scheduled for Tuesday. Bloomberg had reported previously that Senate Democrats intended to introduce the bill this week. Whenever the legislation drops, it will represent long-awaited action from a Democratic caucus that has moved methodically on cannabis reform, despite repeated pledges from party leaders that it will get it done. At the beginning of April, Democrats in the House of Representatives passed their own pot legalization package, the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act, which would deschedulize cannabis from the Controlled Substances Act. Senate Democrats said they would move forward with their own cannabis reform bill that has been overseen by Booker, Oregon Senator Ron Wyden Wyden and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. After previously saying that the Senate would release its own version by the end of April, Schumer said that the bill would likely be introduced closer to the congressional recess in August. And after a recent suggestion that the Senate Democrats might be looking to offer a more modest reform package... It now appears that they will seek to match the House and end the federal prohibition as well. Yeah, I'm all in. Let's see that. <laughs> Political reported last month that Schumer doesn't have the votes to pass a sweeping marijuana decriminalization bill, despite repeatedly touting his support for ending federal prohibition. We read that. And that legalization is leading Senate de- Democrats to look for a compromise on weed. But Bloomberg reported last week that Democrats will in introduced the bill that Booker, Wyden, and Schumer have been working on. The Cannabis Administration Opportunity Act, which will also remove pot from the Controlled Substances Act, although it would also give states discretion to establish their own cannabis laws. Bloomberg noted that the legislation faces long odds in the evenly divided chamber with 60 votes necessary for passage. The bill faces significant opposition from Republicans in the chamber and even some Democrat members. Democratic members. President Joe Biden has long said that he is in favor of decriminalization of cannabis, but not outright legalization. We reported on that last week, though he has struggled to explain the distinction. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) You don't know the difference. (laughs) 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 
Um, earlier this week, Biden reiterated his belief that no one should be in prison for the use of marijuana. We talked about that last week and said that he is working with Congress on a bill to fulfill his promise to release inmates serving time for pot related offenses. It is unclear whether he supports the House's Moore Act or the Senate's Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act. Despite the slow motion progress of the bill in the Senate, Schumer has been unequivocal in his support for sweeping cannabis reform. We will move forward, Schumer told Political last year. Biden said he's studying the issue, so obviously you want to give him a little time to study it. He's had plenty of fucking time, I think. <laughs> I want to make my argument. Uh, I said that, not Chuck Schumer. <laughs> I want to make my arguments to him as many other advocates will. But at some point, we're going to move forward, period. Period. Period, and Pooh. that's on period. And that's on period, Pooh. In 2018, I was the first member of the Democratic leadership to come out in support of ending the federal prohibition. I'm sure you ask, well, what changed? Well, my thinking evolved when a few of the early states, Oregon and Colorado, wanted to legalize. All the opponents talked about the parade of horribles. Crime would go up, drug use would go up, everything bad would happen, he added. The legalization of states worked out remarkably well. They were a great success. The parade of horribles never came about, and people got more freedom, and people in those states seemed very happy. Yes. In happy. fact, a parade of money came to those states. Like very, very happy. Schools get so much more funding. The schools very, very happy. The people very, very happy. People are happy because they're high. Like uh, yeah. just like chill the fuck out. Yeah, bro. You know? Like <laughs> give it up, bro. Already. Give it up, bro. Where's I love you, Miami? We don't have a love you, Miami here. Oh, I don't know. Get rid of news nugs, though. Okay. <laughs> And then we'll do this. I love you, Miami! All right, we got to add a I love you, Miami uh, caption. Notes. (laughs) Notes for next episode. Bring in a caption. (laughs) So I love you, Miami, our segment on Florida News. This story is not cannabis related. Again, here we go. Florida is sending $450 back to school, back to school checks to select families. Then the children's is happy and the parents are happy. Yeah, I mean, everything's gotten more expensive. So hopefully this helps people with getting school supplies. You got a little shitload of stuff when your kid goes back to school. So with nearly 59,000 families in Florida set to receive a one-time $450 check from the state of Florida, the recipients run the range of the most needy in the Sunshine State. The $450 checks, which went into distribution this month, are part of a state plan in part to offset the burden of inflation through a program called Hope Florida, a pathway to prosperity. According to the Florida Department of Children and Families, Floridians enrolled in the state's welfare program will receive the money. The Florida Temporary Assistance for Needy Families program is designed to help needy families achieve self-sufficiency, explains a federal website. State officials say Floridians need not apply for the check as they've already identified eligible recipients. Who is eligible for the $450 check from Florida? Eligible recipients include the following. Foster parents, relative and non-relative caregivers, families enrolled in the program before July 1st, and people enrolled in guardianship assistance programs. Other financial help. This isn't the first time DeSantis, who is seeking re-election, ships out a round of checks. In April, he signed off on $1,000 checks for Florida's first responder community as a token of appreciation amid the pandemic. 
That project cost taxpayers $100 million. The cost of the this latest round, a $35 million slice of Florida's $109.9 billion budget. Billion, holy shit. $109.9 billion budget. $109.9 billion. And this is $35 million of that billion. That's, like, that's not that much. Oh, so much money. Among other consumers' relief efforts, the back-to-school sale sales tax holiday is on the horizon. School supplies, including clothes and computers, will become tax-free through August, starting August 7th, starting Monday. Governor Ron DeSantis and lawmakers also approved a plan to eliminate the state's 26.5 cents per gallon gas tax. Oh, they're going to remove that uh, through October. The budget writer said October was chosen because Florida has fewer tourists then and the break can be targeted more toward state motorists. States, including California, are also working to lessen the economic pain of inflation for residents by providing 1050 to its lowest earning residents. Colorado and Maine, among others, are following suit. Where does the money come from? <laughs> Take that out. The money is funded largely through the American Rescue Plan, a COVID-19 relief initiative approved by Congress and President Joe Biden in March 2021. The national plan included $1 billion in pandemic emergency assistance funds, the, the first new funding in more than a decade for the federal welfare program known as Temporary Assistance for Needy Families, or TANF, according to the Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. The funds which are distributed on states through federal block grants allow states to give short-term financial benefits to TAMP recipients through September 2022. Well, that's good because obviously people that are participating in TAMP, I didn't know that was I didn't know that called. existed. Um, well, so it's welfare benefits, basically. They're going to they're gonna need that because school supplies, you got to, you'll see. Your kid's going to kindergarten. Oh, my this God. Year. Yeah, I don't even want to. Oh, my God. Your daughter's going to kindergarten this year. You're going to get that list of all the things because the teachers don't get a lot of stuff and they need stuff for their classroom. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff you're giving is stuff for them to use in the classroom with the whole class. Right. Yeah. Also, like p putting the responsibility back on the parents, too. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah. Don't even get me started on the education. But if we legalized fine. weed and the schools got more money, maybe we wouldn't have that problem. Well, I don't know. Well, hopefully. It looks like we're going there. I don't know if we'll get there before kids are out of high school, but, you know. This next interview is very fun. We got to speak to Bianca Snyder or, as you may know, her high society mama. Uh, here is the interview. We hope you enjoy it. Well, um, right. I know that most of our listeners definitely know who you are, but for those that don't, can you give us a little background about yourself and High Society, your brand? Yes. So I go by High Society Mama on my social media. My goal is to inspire mothers to be confident in their choice to use cannabis and help people feel more comfortable with it. I have a farm in Southwest Michigan that where we grow artisanal hemp uh, under the name Society's Plant. And uh, we have a wide variety of items in our shop from CBD gummies, Delta 8, Delta 10, THCO. Um, so I've been playing with the all sort of alternative cannabinoids because there's a lot of people out there that don't have access to all the other, you know, stuff that a 
medical state would have. So it's exciting to bring high quality that I know is, you know, tested and I can, you know, vouch for um, that quality because there's a lot of sort of shady people in this space, especially getting into those alternative cannabinoids. So I'm, it was a interesting decision that I sort of really was in flux about, but um, I, I think that we're doing a good job at, you know, bringing those and allowing people access to plant medicine in all sorts of different forms. Yeah, you do a lot of educating too as well. Uh, we see a lot of your posts where you kind of combine them. Um, what is your favorite cannabinoid? Do you have one? Man, I'm, I was saying recently how I've been really working on like playing with the different products and really getting a feel for them. And I'm like, my, all of my smoking devices, vessels, all of the flour is just like going bad because I've been like on this gummy rampage and I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I need to try this. I need to like try an entire THCO gummy to see how it feels so I can like talk about it. And then I'm like, and then I got to the point of being like, well, this is just easy now. And so I just keep I popping know, gummies. Yeah. And they're really, really good gummies too. Yeah, yeah. And once you get the <laughs> hang of how they work and when, you know, to take them, like it's it's a, it's a really great experience for those who can uh, do edibles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I went, I've, you know, like gone through different phases of, you know, only smoking joints or like, so you isolate loves joints. You've done have you've done moments where you've isolated like a specific one? Um I, I mean yes, definitely. <laughs> um and what uh, one that I really think has been interesting now is the Delta 10. Um and like specifically for it it's surprising how like energizing it is and so I had been told that it was like a sativa but the other day I was like, I don't believe it. And I was like, it was bedtime. And I was like, I'm going to just take a whole one and see how it goes. But it was nighttime. I hadn't taken it at night because I had always been taking it during the day. And I was up till 5 a.m. two <gasps> nights ago. And <laughs> I was like, oh, usually okay, cannabis so, sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially Talk if it's about a- an energetic. For real. I, I, I mean, literally, I was laying in bed wide awake. It's and like I, having I, coffee. I, like, I was like, I'm putting down my phone. I'm going to bed. <laughs> and it was, I was like, had, coming up with new businesses. And <laughs> I mean, the next morning, my husband's like, no, no. You oh, my God. You know what? I was like, I sat him down and I was like, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. We're going to do this. And he's like. <laughs> you just reminded me. You are. Uh, and I share the same birthday. That's right. We're birthday twins. <laughs> I was oh, about so to go. My sister too has the same birthday. Yeah, I was about to go. No I was about to go. Man, ha- coming up with business ideas and that kind of shit sounds very like something I would do. I mean, you ask, ask Jay. Sometimes I bought like domain domains. <laughs> Just because I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna that's be a great idea. Yeah, is the domain available? <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> 
Everybody's like, okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, no. That's how I'm, possible I'm the there. moms came to be. It's the, the Aries vibe coming in hot. Exactly. That's why I was <laughs> like, now? damn, that's, oh, yeah, she's an Aries too. <laughs> Do you oh, find- yeah. sounds like we need some delta 10 to help us like make those things Woo. yeah just during focused. the day right, right. during the day uh, right before a brainstorming sesh goodie bag um packed up for you so you oh, can try yes. them all and so we also my favorite right now is the um we have some hemp derived delta 9 gummies that mm-hmm. are one-to-one 12 milligrams with cbd 15 milligrams of cbd and those are great i just love them i mean i i i love a good like edible for like you know disney world and whatnot uh-huh. uh, like those kinds of yes. experiences yeah. i find edibles are just the way to go <laughs> and um so it was that was like a fun one to get to add to our repertoire because surprisingly how it works it's crazy that it's legal but it's legal right now so it's a loophole right now i'll put it out (laughs) thank you farm bill (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, man (laughs) that's part of the cannabis industry right now is you're like rolling loophole yeah rolling with the loopholes just trying to make it and you have to just go for it (laughs) yeah seize the day whenever you can I wish they would just let it be a plant and just just give it back to us, free it, give it back to the people. It shouldn't be so, yeah, it regulated, be regulated, taxed, regulated. Yeah. Right, I know it's it's so sad to see how much of the business is just getting. It's like people who should be doing well are just getting annihilated. People who don't care about you know people's wellness are thriving and everything is starting to go sideways in the world so, <laughs> right now yeah it feels like the world we on need fire. cannabis more than ever <laughs> right we're, we're gonna all light our joints from the fire that is the, the, the dumpster fire that is america right now <laughs> yes it will be possible <laughs> So how did you come to be in the cannabis industry? How did you come to be here? Yeah. So I, I am really not digging. I have this. It's right over your head. It's like a, uh, I have like a crown of (laughs) plant above me. (laughs) Um, So getting into the cannabis space, my husband worked in cannabis, has worked in cannabis for since 2011 and, or 2011, 2012-ish. And I worked in the liquor industry my entire career. Um, Ever since the day I turned 21. Before I turned 21, I worked for Honest Tea. I worked for Red Bull. So, I mean, I've been in beverage galore land. And it, I started when I got pregnant, I stopped drinking and never really like heavily picked it back up. I mean, occasionally I'll you know, have a few drinks, but, um, for a while it was like, I wasn't drinking at all, but I was working in the liquor industry. Still, I was a sales manager. I managed like multiple States. Um, and I just started to feel bad about pushing alcohol on people and like continuously needing to push more 
to make my sales goals. And so I knew that I needed to make the transition into cannabis and we were working on getting a license in Michigan. Um, and that's when I started high society mama to learn more about the space and really with focus on women. And I had another Instagram account that became society's plant that was more focused on the general market. And so I sort of had these two Instagram accounts where I was getting a feel for things and, um, the deal with the license that we were working on fell through and we already had our farm that we grow on now, but we had had it since 2012. It was sort of just like our weekend summer house to escape Chicago. And, um, when the farm bill came out and the Michigan hemp program came out, we were like, Hey, we already know how to grow indoors. Let's just try and grow out in that field that's sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> so, uh, my husband had gone to like permaculture, um, you know, his permaculture certificate. So he was like, well, let's do it. And, um, the, our, the main intent was just to do something a little bit different. And our focus is really on that artisanal craft, like smokable hemp product. And there's a lot of really big hemp growers and we are not a really big hemp grower. We only grow on half an acre. Um, and even within that half an acre, we don't put down any plastic over the weeds. We like grow all like companion plants and cover crops to help regenerate the soil. And so when I created Society's Plant as a brand, uh, I, I left um, the liquor industry in 2018 and we started growing summer of 2019 with our first growing season. And so I was in brand development for Society's Plant and got that launched in 2020 in the winter, uh, right before the pandemic, and then did a whole lot of learning <laughs> during the pandemic on how to run an online store. And all the while, High Society Mama had continued you know, to grow and be an educational resource, but I really had to sort of learn how to market and sell my products in a way that like resonated for me without feeling cringy and like, yeah, I don't want to shove products down people's throats. You know, that's right. not my, I'm not, yeah. admit, I'm not trying to be a walking billboard for my brand, but right. it's also my business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the way our, it's not just the way I make money. It's the way our whole family makes money. Right. And so I definitely had to like shift gears a little bit and really like give that some thought. Luckily during the pandemic, uh, there was lots of time for that. <laughs> so I feel like I, I was able to make that transition and it's, I, I definitely would like for it to be going better, but it, I feel like I'm doing okay. <laughs> You just, you're kicking ass. Yeah. You're doing you. fantastic. You are. I feel only being was two a little over two years in. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Everybody knows you. We all know you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I like it. I go back and forth where I'm like, oh, this is so hard. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I, we feel you a hundred percent. It's it's got like, and I feel like 
that the pandemic gave us all a chance to really sink our teeth into virtually like into finding people and and finding our way in and and seeing where everyone was at and you know what stories you know we wanted to to hear and put out there and we got to connect so much i think the pandemic gave us a, a really huge time to like reflect we, we and were also connect. separated having to stay home that we seeked out that connection more online right. like i never thought i'd develop relationships that i've developed mm-hmm. until after that like right I never it, had it, online relationships. I, I mean i love the pandemic for the sake of slowing down and right even even though we're like you know two years out from that initial i don't feel like last summer i felt like we were still in it Right. You know, and, mm-hmm. and so it's like, this is the first summer where it's really felt like we're not in it. A little more normal, right? Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, I'm not ready to go back to the old. It's like, I'm having this, like, I think like I've, I, all the social right. stuff is like almost a little bit too much. I'm like, hold on. I, I want to <laughs> go back to just like permitting. I feel like we're going to be more selective with the things that we do and the people that we see because now we're like... <laughs> We have that excuse. Like we're like, you don't know what tomorrow brings. So yeah. And you just you don't have time to waste on things that are not worth your time. Right. I love that. I love that a lot. Thank you for bringing that up. I'm <laughs> in full agreement. Like, yes, for real. I think we all value our time a little bit more we're all getting older. We value our time a little more and we're just like, we're done with the bullshit. Right. 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 I don't like, I don't want to waste my time with that anymore. Right. <laughs> Agreed. How many kids do you have, Bianca? I have one. He's Me six. Me too. I'm one as well. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing really good with one. <laughs> I have, I have, one is done. Some, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm not mom enough to be like a mom influencer. Like, and No, I'm, hey, oh, hey, oh, let, oh take, it from, take it from someone that has two. You're doing great at one. <laughs> It fucking like, you know, it's not, and I, I, and and I love my kids, but the mom part, man, that shit is hard. I do not like the mom part and every, every day. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I really am good. I've done my, I've procreated. I've spent lots of time with my little dude and he's happy and I still get time for me. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And how do you talk to him? Like, I'm sure that you can get real educational since you grow it. Like, how do you, how have you approached the subject with him? Um, well, I've gotten lots and lots. I, I feel like I have like all of the, you know, cannabis parenting storybooks. Huh? And, Tools. Uh, and so as like, I, I get the different ones, it's really fun to actually like go through them with them. Because I realized that there's some terminology that he doesn't know yet. And he's six now and we've been educating him, you know, since he was two or three. And there's still things that like I haven't thought of to explain to him. And the one that most recently came up was um, why mommy gets high. And I asked him, I'm like, do you know what getting high means? And he's like, no he's like does it have to do with him because <laughs> you know he sees the book yeah, he's and already he, and he calls everything him but he knows other words but 
he knows them as I've introduced him through different books. Cause it's like, you know, some books, you know, it's just a plant says marijuana. And when he was really young, I, I would read the book and I'd replace marijuana with hemp because hemp was just the word that we used. And then, I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same. It is. It's the same thing. And for all intents and purposes, when you have a three-year-old and you don't know what words they're going to be repeating and it's an easier word for them to say. And, you know, if you're, who knows who they might say something to, but it was like the safer approach for me at that point in time. Um, and it's evolved over time, but, uh, the most recent one was just explaining what getting high means. And I was like, Whoa, I didn't think about that one. Cause you know, in, in all the education that we had given him, we just said things like, um, we use this just like any other medicine, right? you know? And even though like, so, I'm not, I don't like, like, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the term get high because that is really, it is kind of associated with negative negativity. With other, it is. It is. Yeah. I know. I felt really weird having to explain that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you don't want to teach him, teach them that it's a bad thing. Right. But it feels kind of dirty. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like when you say like it like that, we're doing something bad. Right. And mm-hmm. I, it's like trying to figure out if that's us in our head with our preconception of it and what we're bringing into it it's versus true. like, how are we explaining it to them? And then there's like also, you know, like the like crack kind of get high yeah Mm -hmm. and so it's like how how do we explain that how do we differentiate it and it's that's what's sort of interesting and fun being in a position you know like we're in where we're able to have open conversations with other moms and come up with other ideas of how we're thinking about it yeah yeah you know like the more that we have these conversations and without having these conversations you know like maybe we, I hadn't thought through, you know, that word or another word. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm fine with the word marijuana. I'm not a, um, anti marijuana word. I think it's a, um, I think it has been used in a negative connotation, but I also think it's part of our law. You read every single state's marijuana law and it uses the word marijuana. marijuana. So why, Right. right. So it's like, why are we trying to like make that into a dirtier word you know right when you're not using right, it in easy. any derogative form yeah that's true i mean i th- I feel like everybody does have their specific favorite way to refer to it um i i don't know i feel like as long as you know or you're familiar with the term marijuana and why it's like bad connotations I don't think it's necessarily a bad word to use as long as you're like familiar with, you know, where it comes from and why some people are like not up against it. But like my favorite word is weed. I love saying the word weed. It's so easy. I I agree. I agree. I think it's it's my it's my I use cannabis a lot for like technical talk. Right. I say, hey, you want to smoke some weed? And if I'm I'm specifically talking about hemp versus THC, I I use the word THC for marijuana 
Yeah. But I'm not opposed to using the word marijuana. I just, from I think from my time of thinking that I shouldn't use the word marijuana, I got used to saying THC. <laughs> because I, I don't, uh, there's a lot of people that use the word cannabis as marijuana. And I'm like, well, that hemp is cannabis. So that doesn't, that word doesn't sum it all up for me. That sums up all of it, not just THC. Yeah. So. so you said you got into the cannabis, like you started your farm and all that in like 2020. Uh, that's when you got like into the industry. When did you start consuming cannabis? Like when was the first time you smoked weed? Um, I stole my mom's joints in like high school grade. I want to say probably like seventh, eighth grade. Um, Damn. And I, I remembered as a child that there was this cigarette box, not cigarette box, cigar box, like an old Cuban cigar box. Um, and my parents would keep it on top of their like big speaker sound system. Um, and they'd get it out and they'd bring it out onto like our day bed, which is now in my farmhouse. Um, but it's like our living room bed sofa and they'd sit with their friends they'd have a rolling tray and my mom would roll the special cigarette up that's what I thought they were I thought they were special (laughs) cigarettes until I was like sitting in you know dare class and I was like (laughs) you're telling me my parents were smoking pot that whole time (laughs) and I had no idea and so then I was like okay now that I know my mom doesn't smoke special special cigarettes (laughs) eventually I was like okay now I know exactly what to steal from her (laughs) and I mean you know my mom would have like a half a joint here half a joint there I don't think I ever really inhaled but um It was the, you know, like attempting it factor. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went to co- college in Boulder, Colorado then. So. Oh. Say less. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we had some 420s like in on campus it, on Farron Field. And it's like in the middle of these dorms. Um, and you'd smoke out in the open and there'd be a giant cloud over the field. And I went to college in 2000. 2000. <laughs> 2000 end of end of sentence (laughs) Um, you sound around our age yep (laughs) where you're like 2000 that was oh my god that was 22 years ago stop it i know trust me i know (laughs) so yeah so that was my like first text um and then when my husband um then we would like here and there i definitely have some like ridiculous stories of you know in our 20s getting too high making pot brownies and having no idea how much was in it and you know I uh, had one time that I went to teach a fitness class in the morning and I had we'd put butter on potatoes which for breakfast I yeah (laughs) butter on like pot butter right 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 on potatoes does something very unique oh my god uh, the starch of it there's I, like some combination of the starch with the like butter and god, the way you and metabolize sure the potato tasty, starch and it's first thing in the morning i need to try I that maybe that will help for maybe. it to work 20 hours 
like mega high. Because I think it's like the carbs, the heavy carbs, like take yeah, a while it's to weird. Like break the, it down in your system. Right. The one thing I think is that I don't like about gummies or edibles in general is the inconsistency because you're right. There are some times where you eat it and it, it takes a while because it you have to have that right like amount of fat for it to process and stuff at the right time. Because sometimes it could be right. delayed or you'll eat something later and then it'll creep up on you and you'll be like, oh, shit, there it is. When you eat like a fatty meal, right? Right. Yes. And so we we were watching a movie eating potato with like fries, French fries with the butter. And we went to bed. Fell asleep during the movie. Woke up in the middle of the night. I couldn't. I was oh so high. God. I couldn't walk. <laughs> I could not walk to the bathroom. And I was like, okay. I Once I did make it to the bathroom, I was like, I'm going to sleep this off. I have to teach aerobics in the morning for two hours. Added corporate gym. You <laughs> have I wait. woke up in the morning and I was like, I don't know if I can drive. Oh like God. I'm still this high. And so then I did drive. It was a little bit terrifying. Okay. Got to class. And, you know, this is like 12 years ago. So I was like, I accidentally took an Ambien that was a like a extended release Ambien sleeping pill. And I'm like, I thought it wasn't an extended release, but it is. So I'm a little bit groggy. Like I had to actively lie to my class. I know to cover more it normal. a little bit, right? Right, more normal to take an accidentally take an ambient time release than it would be to explain to them that I had made pot French fries the night before. <laughs> Which sounds so good. Uh, that sounds so <laughs> delicious. Really now I'm gonna just like to be high for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my me, I'm just making note of this can of butter and potatoes. How were the potatoes made? Was it mashed potatoes? Was it a big no? Like, like <laughs> we just slice them up on the like mandolin and cover the sheet with butter and lots of garlic salt, and Ooh. then just gloop up as much butter as you can with the potatoes. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, yeah. First was, of all, that sounds oh god, delicious. <laughs> and then see, because edibles never worked for me, but I want to try this starch combination thing. See if something happens. I, I want to see if something happens. Please yeah. keep me posted because <laughs> I've been too afraid to be high for that long ever again. <laughs> Except for it did happen to me at um, us at um, MJ Biz. We went to a, um, we went straight from the convention to an after party and we were trying out these, um, drink shots that each one had 80 milligrams in it of THC Wow! and, but there were coffee drinks. Um, they're called a drink. I think it's called get therapy or drink therapy. It's okay. Iced drink coffee. Therapy. And so we were exhausted after being at the convention. They said, they said that they were unmedicated. So we were like, let's try all the flavors. No, oh, they said they, they were, were unmedicated. Each, how many? 80 each. And there was like four flavors. <gasps> no. And they didn't tell you that they were medicated. They said that they were unmedicated. Oh, my God. But I'm like, I don't know if they switched them by accident. I don't know. They gave out the wrong ones. <laughs> I have no idea. But it we were at that we were there for maybe 30 more minutes we got in the taxi to go back to our hotel and change and on the taxi ride we were like 
I'm really high. Dang. I'm really high, like already. <laughs> and I'm like, I just hit like, I took one puff of someone's joint, you know, waiting for our Uber. I'm like, there's no way I'm this high. Yes. And we got back to our room. And we even had a babysitter set up, an overnight babysitter so we could go out in Vegas. And it was our first time ever having an overnight babysitter. And we were stuck in bed oh, in our hotel. Man. But you, you slept me. well, right? You oh slept God. very well with no baby in sight. No baby. <laughs> and to interrupt. That, I know. That still sounds it. that still sounds like a good time. It still for me. sounds dreamy, right? <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't like like you don't like plan to go to you Vegas know what, to get a babysitter no. and stay right. in your hotel room not Absolutely doing anything. Not. I know, but I feel like I don't know, man. I feel like stoners just we just want to smoke and chill. We ha- we try. Yeah, I tried I'm to. We had totally a party. A fan. Yeah, but I was also having staring at the ceiling, telling my husband, "I'm definitely going to die." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm definitely. This is it." <laughs> I was that level of. Oh high. my gosh! <laughs> and I'm like, I know, I know better. He's like, "Come on, you're not going to die. You know this." I'm like, "I, I think I, I think I might." <laughs> you're like, wow! I've never been. I've never pushed the envelope this far. <laughs> i've I mean, never I'm been that high very, i i will say that i'm not like some people can take a hundred milligram edible and that's not me right not me yeah <laughs> i i can and nothing happens right some people it's just like nothing and that yeah. is definitely not me <laughs> it's like wasabi find hacks like this i'm it's gonna like... try this potato thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Call me. I need to know. I need someone. Else I know. To I, 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 hey, we, well, let's make them potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it. I really think it's that starch combination. I yeah. could be wrong. And that was High Society Mama. You could check her out at High Society Mama or uh, at Society's Plant, uh, and her website Society'sPlant.com. That was really fun talking to her and finally meeting her. I know. Finally having a, con- a conversation with her. Years of interacting seeing online, her, yeah. seeing her online. All her videos with she her. She always interacts her gals. with her content. Yeah. Like, we support each other like that. That's the easiest way to support each other is just even just interacting online. Yeah. Super adorable. Hopefully when she comes over here to Florida, we'll hang out. Yes. She's here. She said she's coming to Naples. So we're going to yeah. hopefully go to the beach. Link up with her and, <laughs> you know, you know me and the beach. smoke some weed. You get discounts on events. You know, just saying. You get to hear about events first. You even help us decide on what we're yeah. going to do next. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are like our focus group. We're like, hey, what do you guys think right. about this? Exactly. Was Does this sound like a good idea? Should yeah. we do it? <laughs> and then if it passes that, then we move on to everybody else. Right. So thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, special thank you to the patrons, some of which were on that photo. Yanni. Destiny, Lauren, Jesse, Christy, April, Shelby, Denise, Peaches, Natalie, Meredith, Terry, Angelina, Jenny, Catherine, Amanda, Jessica C, Chrissy, Diane, Diane, Diane. Oh, <laughs> you know why I got I got caught up there because when I saw Chrissy, I thought of Chrissy, wake, Chrissy, up. wake up. Yeah, I don't like this. Chrissy, <laughs> wake up. Hey, hello. Oh, yeah, that's on my uh, like it's in my, my brain. All yeah, the all the time now. In the middle so of the night. I, from what I what I read, Chrissy, 
I had like it a started. delay. It started playing in my head. I don't like this. Oh God. Okay. Hey. Oh. <laughs> We've come to the end of the show. Thank you guys so much uh, for everything. Subscribe, rate, review, share our content. Bye. Bye.